Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. If it's not your first time here, thank you for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. I am Patty. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. I hope you guys are having an amazing Wednesday. My week has been meh, nothing really exciting going on. I'm kind of like in that summer period where like I'm adjusting from school life to summer life, like realizing my schedule knowing what I'm going to do, planning everything out, but I'm enjoying it. I love the heat. I'd rather be like sweating laying in bed at night than cold. I know that's weird, but it's been really hot where I live. So I'm loving every minute of the summer so far. The Billboard Top 10 just came out and there's some exciting entries of some of our favorite artists like Lizzo about damn time entering at the top five, which is amazing. That TikTok dance literally took her song from... It was not even in the top 50 to top five. So TikTok is out here changing these artists' lives, starting with Lizzo. And I'm so fucking happy for her. Harry Styles is has he has four songs in the top 10, which is crazy. It's, it's crazy to think that of the 10 most popular songs in America, you have four of them. Fucking wild. But I'm really happy for him. He deserves it. His new album is a smash. I wasn't super obsessed with it at first, but now I am. Anyway, the topics for today are very juicy. And kind of have to do with music as well as we're going to talk about some One Direction beef and some Liam Payne cheating on his fiance beef. Lots of beef going on there. Then we're going to talk about, since it's Pride Month, some homophobic celebrity history and if we should forgive them now. I know that might be controversial, but you'll see what I mean when we get there. And then we're going to talk about if Drake is dating Addison Rae. Yeah, because that's a real rumor going on and there's some proof to it from both of them. So... Let's get into all that before we start the episode. If you can just rate this podcast five star on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts, and then follow it because it's your favorite Monday, Wednesday, Friday class. And then screenshot this wherever you're listening to it. Post it on your Instagram story and tag me and let all your friends know what amazing podcasts you're listening to. And I will hit you up in your DMs. And thank you. And anyway, let's get into it. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Classes in session. If you're feeling down, I just want to make you happy. Happy Pride Month, everyone, you blue-haired liberal freaks. I'm just kidding. That's what that insane Christian Walker guy says. But happy Pride Month, everyone. Like, I really mean it. Shout out to my fellow LGBTQ people. I love all you guys. Pride Month is so necessary. For when people say Pride Month is not necessary, I think they're the most crazy, soulless people on the fucking planet. People don't understand. Like, the people who think straight pride should be a thing. No, LGBTQ pride is a thing because homophobia exists. As LGBTQ people, we're taught to feel shame for simply being who we are and existing. Some LGBTQ people in other parts of the world are literally put to death if they are found out. So that is why pride, the opposite of shame, is so necessary. 
I could go on about it forever, but happy Pride, everyone. I love you. And if you're still figuring things out, we love you just the same. Take your time. No rush. Just be you every step of the way and whenever you're ready. Anyway, happy Pride Month again. Uh, let's go through. Let's welcome. I'm okay. I'm welcoming you to homophobe history class here at Pop Culture University. And we're going to go through some celebrities that we love actually that have said some homophobic things in the past and see if we can forgive them now so starting with doja cat see celebrities that we love y'all have probably heard that video of her saying well stop being a faggot thank you yeah that video of her you guys have probably heard that doja cat has a really interesting history with saying the f slur um, if you don't know, it's faggot. She has a history with saying that, which you should really not be saying if you are not LGBTQ. Back in 2018, that video of her went viral and some old tweets of her surfacing using the F slur came up and people were wondering, why is Doja Cat so homophobic? Like, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I say fag. Like, stop doing that, Doja Cat. So she tweeted, I called a couple of people faggots when I was in high school in 2015. Does this mean I don't deserve support? I've only said faggot roughly like 15,000 times in my life. Does saying faggot mean you hate gay people? Do I hate gay people? I don't think I hate gay people. Gay is okay. Interesting in her uh, you know, statement about if she should be canceled for saying that or not. She said it like 15 times. Doja really does have a way with words. Her irreverent, beautiful speech that you know she always has. So people were kind of pissed off at her for that. Obviously saying the F slur indicates that you maybe don't hate gay people if you're not using it in a derogatory context but it still means you don't have enough respect for the gay community to not casually use that word based on you know all the weight with it all the history that comes along with it you really just shouldn't say it's like a respect thing even if people know you don't hate gay people you really just shouldn't say it so she eventually apologized and said i truly apologize to anyone that i've offended or deeply hurt with my words i use these hateful and derogatory words out of ignorance and didn't intend to discriminate against anyone for their race religion or sexual orientation i understand how serious this is and i know that i have let a lot of my fans and supporters down i promise to do better for myself for each and every one of you so should we forgive doja cat i think we should in this case. It's unfortunately that it's unfortunate that it was such a prominent part of her vocabulary growing up, but that's not always her fault. If she grew up in a family that it was normalized and she was not taught that it's bad and actually kind of like lived in that household where if you didn't say it and didn't, you know, pledge your allegiance to that thought process and let everyone know that you agree that gay is bad over fear of like what they would do or that they just thought it was the norm, you know, you may grow up saying it. So we're not going to hate Doja Cat. She's changed now. And that's all we can ask for. She hasn't said it since then. So that's some serious change. It's been four years. So we love Doja Cat. We can, of course, forgive her. Next, let's talk about Miley Cyrus. I know, like one of the biggest LGBTQ icons of Gen Z. Do you think it was harder for Jojo Siwa to come out as a lesbian or harder for Miley Cyrus to come out as Hannah Montana? I'm kidding. But they just kind of have the same vibe. But um, So Miley Cyrus during an Instagram Live... Oh, I remember this. Oh, this is tea. I mean, of course, I'm the one talking about it, but this is tea during an Instagram live with her boyfriend at the time. I think Cody Simpson. Yeah, Cody Simpson. She said live on camera, caught red handed, candid camera. What would you do? She said, there are good men out there, guys. Don't give up. You don't have to be gay. Oh, my God. There are good people with dicks out there. You've just got to find them. You've got to find a dick that's not a dick, you know? I've always thought I had to be gay because I thought all guys were evil, but it's not true. There are good people out there that just happen to have dicks. I've 
only ever met one and he's on this live now uh, like miley come on how are we supposed to defend that i swear i think all these celebrities are smart as fuck and then they say shit like this and it's like were you not thinking when you said that so if you don't know why that's offensive people will a lot of the time try to like invalidate gay people by saying that they just haven't met the right person of the opposite sex yet so this triggered a lot of people and the way she was saying it like oh like i had to be gay like i had to i didn't want to but as if she was like forcing herself that also kind of makes people feel like you can like choose to be gay like it's not a choice i promise you don't even look any further into that question i promise you what we can learn right now pop coach university it's not a choice period so that triggered a lot of people Miley herself identifies as pans, I believe. That's like the last time I heard of what she identifies as. And she actually did come out with an apology because she did see a lot of the tweets and the backlash. And she understood why her poorly chosen words triggered a lot of people. She said, I was talking shit about sucky guys, but let me be clear. You don't choose your sexuality. You were born as you are. It has been always my priority to protect the LGBTQ community that I'm a part of. Rainbow emoji happy monday so i think that was a good apology right when i heard miley say that first my first thought was oh my god like she's dumb like that was like a hillbilly moment sec my second thought was i know what she meant she didn't mean to come across as homophobic she just meant that if you were per se pans like it can work out with a man as well she wasn't like trying to invalidate gay people she was just trying to say not all men suck it was more of a hitting on men thing not that you have to be gay or you have to like if you are bi just go towards the same sex so i knew what she meant and i'm glad that she said exactly what she meant that she was just use her words wrong she meant she's talking about sucky guys and miley service has always been there for the lgbtq community literally ever since like 2014 like right up right after she hopped off the disney wagon she opened the um happy hippie foundation that puts a lot of like money and energy towards lgbtq and it's a whole ass foundation to help like homeless lgbtq people and provide like mental health resources for lgbtq people so we love her for that and of course we can forgive her we forgive you miley we love you and like hannah montana said she had some nerve she said i got nerve by saying that but also like hannah montana said nobody's perfect you know everybody has those days where they accidentally offend a whole community of people in america or everywhere. And that's what Hannah Montana meant by that. Anyway, now let's talk about Kim Kardashian. Of course, Kim has offended the gays. Who ha- who has she not offended? So back in, I believe, 2018, Kim Kardashian probably freshly hopped off the plastic surgery table, you know, getting, getting the new update, getting the new iPhone 15, or getting the new hips, the iHips 15 Max Plus from her plastic surgeon because her hips looked bigger, wider, better, or whatever. And the Shade Room posted a photo of her new body looking all snatched. And Tyson Beckford commented on this photo of Kim's body. Sorry, I don't care for it personally. Basically saying she looks bad. Someone And then um, Tyson continued and said, she is not real. The doctor fucked up on her right hip. And admittedly in the photo, her right hip does look a little uneven. It looks like they put the most protruding part of her hip a little lower than the other one but she's also just like walking in the photo so i don't know he basically was like i just don't like it anytime my dad sees kim kardashian on the television screen i'm i'm sure all all your fucking dads do the same thing he says she looks horrible her butt looks insane god she looks awful like a lot of people feel like this about kim kardashian but anyway 
Oh, also, if you don't know who Tyson Beckford is, Tyson Beckford is a male model and he hosted the Bravo program, Make Me a Supermodel for two years. So he's like, he's like the Tyra Banks of like the men world. And he's really attractive, really great. And there's been like rumors about him being gay for the longest time. Wendy Williams has called him gay. And kind of ever since, of course, fucking Wendy's starting all these dumbass rumors, whatever the fuck's going on in her head, ruining people's lives. There's been a slew of gay rumors following him ever since that. So Kim responded to his hate comments and said, Sis, we all know why you don't care for it. And put the frog sipping tea emoji and a painting nails emoji. Insinuating that he doesn't think her body is sexy because he is gay. Just call him the F-slur, Kim. I know you wanted to. But if you think about it, this is kind of crazy because Kim could potentially be outing him in this situation. If there's all these rumors of him being gay, but he swears he's straight, she could be outing him. Which, another thing we can learn at Pop Culture University, outing is the absolutely worst thing you can do to an LGBTQ person in your life. If someone confides in you and tells you their sexuality or you somehow accidentally find out about their sexuality, you do not tell a soul. That is not even like a playful secret to have. That is someone's like life on the line. You cannot out them for any, any, any cost. Someone I know did that in high school and I literally was disgusted by them. I like confronted them the next day in private. I thought they were so fucked up. I didn't speak to them for the rest of the time. I thought it was, yeah. Outing someone is the absolute worst thing you can do. Never do it. Even if you don't like the person. Anyway, Tyson came forward and said, man, fuck all of them. Talking about the Kardashians. I ain't never been gay. Nor do I have a problem with gay people. It's just like, don't try to turn in, don't try to turn a situation into something it's not because I got the best of you. So he is continuing saying that he is not gay. And then Kim Kardashian came forward kind of defending herself because a lot of people rightfully thought that she was really fucked up for outing Tyson Beckford, which I think so too. That was insanely fucked up. So let's see if we can forgive her with this apology. She said when asked about it, asked about the whole situation quotes, really dude, like you're going to body shame me. Like, okay, okay. People were sending me stuff on his page and he keeps going on and on and on. And I'm just like, dude, that's so female lame to me. That's just lame to me. And for anyone to say that I am homophobic for the comment of saying sis, like, I'm sorry. I'm the least homophobic. All my best friends are gay. I support their community. I love their community. They love me. That has nothing to do with this. So the Kardashian MO when it comes to scandals is to not acknowledge it or downplay it, acknowledge it for like two seconds, then move on and just wait for everyone to forget so they can remain uncancelable. And that is exactly what Kim is doing in this situation. She downplayed it so much by saying that People were only canceling her because she put the word sis. No, bitch. People were canceling you because you tried. You almost outed Tyson Beckford. Even if you do know something about him that we don't, why would you ever say that? That's not okay. And for someone who grew up with Caitlyn Jenner, like that is crazy that you would even do that or think that's okay, especially because Kim knew about Caitlyn for a long time or at least about Caitlyn's ways of dressing up as a woman while she still outwardly identified as a man. So... It's just wild to me that Kim would do this and that she's downplaying it. And I think it's really gross and I don't really like this apology that she gave. And just because like you can have gay friends, it doesn't mean that you truly are riding or dying for every LGBTQ person and their rights and safety. So I, I don't agree with Kim. And I, oh, sorry. I, I don't forgive Kim in this situation. I don't. Kim Kardashian does a few fucked up things that I I'm, you know still have questionable thoughts about, like the whole Taylor phone call thing and now this. I don't forgive her for this. And for everyone out there who's always like, you love the Kardashians. You never give them shit over anything. You're up their ass. Like I'm Jonathan Chevin or something. <laughs> and want to, yeah. Here's me hating on her for something. So 
I'm not forgiving Kim for this. Okay, moving on. We've been talking about this for a while. So before you even ask, we're not forgiving DaBaby. He not only said hateful things about people with HIV and gay people, but he ins- he wanted to incite more hate against the LGBTQ community. And to me, I don't think he truly was ever sorry. He only started feeling sorry once he lost jobs. And he really hasn't really done enough at all to prove to me that he actually cares. So no, we don't forgive DaBaby. I still hate him. I still only play the version of levitating without him. Let's let's just run through like funny things Azalea Banks has said about the LGBTQ just because she's so deranged and I'm not sorry for saying that she truly is. So I was gonna like talk about her for longer, but anyway, here are some things she said. She tweeted, "LOL at Zayn Malik is a faggot." Obviously, he is not. I don't know why she was going for him. She said that gay people are not strong enough and the whole community is weak because we get offended by the word faggot. She said she can't ride with people who are so weak. She's literally so dumb. She then said, I love the gays and I love how much y'all love me, but I really have to eject. She added that gay people are into a lot of shit and people that I just don't find value in. <laughs> oh my God. She then said, I find myself acknowledging slash looking at shit. I'm leagues above and it's just really a setback. And she was referring to the gay community. And then she said, so gays, I bid you adieu. And then she said she hates all the white gays and she never wants to have them as fans or contact with them ever again like bitch we don't want you either so there goes your 2000 fans like i don't know what she thinks she's getting out of this then she went on a whole rant about how you shouldn't take prep she said do not take that prep shit okay there's no reason for you to have a fucking pill so you can just go fuck whoever the fuck you want to fuck and just be fucking nasty out there on the streets acting a fucking fool the boys are still getting hiv the girls are getting fucking renal failure they're giving they're getting liver fucking failure they're getting anal warts they're getting yeah i just don't need she she's so vulgar i don't even want to say it she's so gross then she said y'all stay up that fucking prep you don't need to have everybody running up your fucking asshole all day if you got a sex position like that you just need a fucking pill so you can go fuck and suck and do all that then you need to see a fucking psychiatrist anyway she's one of the grossest people in all human history oh and then she said lol zane's faggot ass gave my cell to his my cell phone number to all of his fans when she never did she went on a whole tirade about zane being gay for some reason when there's like no signs of zane being gay at all so anyway that's what azalea banks is up to but we'll never forgive her and we don't really need to forgive her she's irrelevant as fuck she hasn't had a hit since ever so what can we learn from this casual homophobia is not okay and i'm happy that these stars that we love being you know that i love that they were exposed basically is what i'm saying i love that they were exposed because their slip-ups remind us that homophobia is so ingrained into our world that even quotes good people do it it's making casual homophobia not acceptable anymore that the fact that these people all got called out and had to apologize and bringing us toward a better day a lot of these celebrities grew up you know in the generation like previous to me or to other people and that was normal for them but i'm happy it's not anymore so for everyone listening casual homophobia homophobia on any level ever even saying the f word slightly is not okay respecting the gay community and keeping them safe and protected and feeling like welcome and no longer shameful is so important and i'm happy that they all apologized and learned and learning is always okay and admitting is always okay and changing will always warrant some level of forgiveness for comments like that and also outing is the worst thing you can do so happy pride everyone and that was the tea on that
Is Drake obsessed with Addison Ray? Like her song says. People think so. So Drake posted on his Instagram because you know Drake is the number one Instagram baddie. He's more of a baddie than all these Insta models that he's picking up and slaying their punanis. He posted a sassy Instagram pic with the caption, I can't make plans with you. I don't even know when I'm going to see sleep. Oh, oh, damn, Drake. Are you a city girl? Are you a motherfucking city girl? Have you been wearing less and going out more? When are you sleeping? Anyway, it was a photo dump. And he, the last one in the photo dump was a fan edited photo or a Drake edited photo for that fact. We don't know who edited this photo. But it's a photo of Drake, like holding the camera at an above angle with his eyes closed and his tongue out like those quirky girls do with a hand palm like on his head like face palm but like on his head and he's wearing like a hello kitty beret and the hand on his head has you know painted nails and a watch and fans did some digging because they were like that's obviously not drake's hands but guess whose hand that undoubtedly belongs to Addison Ray. It 100% belongs to Addison Ray because Addison Ray had a photo with her hand in the exact placement in 2020. And she actually confirmed it when she posted Drake's photo on Twitter and said, this was way too familiar. So people were like, oh my God, are they flirting? Are they dating? Like, what is going on? So I'm going to read some of the tweets. Twitter was going off about this. Someone said, Drake photoshopping Addison Ray's hand on him is crazy. Someone else said, Drake, in any way, insinuating that he has a thing with Addison Rae is big time creepy. She's barely legal. So the question is, now that they're kind of like flirting online, we don't really know much about their whereabouts, if they're together or whatever. But we do know they weren't actually physically together in that photo because it was edited. But do you guys feel like you could see Drake and Addison Rae together? I wouldn't put him against it. I thought Drake was, um, he was into older women. Because wasn't he, like, having, like, a flirt thing with Jennifer Lopez or, like, someone else older? He is insta- in- into Instagram models, though, Insta baddies. And Addison Rae is, like, the ultimate Instagram baddie. And Addison Rae's PR team is good. They got her with the Kardashians and now maybe with Drake. Like, wow, they are working hard. I could see this being a PR relationship or a real relationship. Like, I'm not putting it past Drake for being into bad bleep addison ray because you know little shoddy the baddest maybe they're just on a song together that would be even crazier than them dating though if addison ray got a co-sign from drake it's like she's it's like she's the queen of pop then everyone would be so mad everyone would be so pressed if addison ray got a feature on drake's new album or whatever um i don't know i could see that I, I, that would be fucking hilarious people would literally jump off a bridge either way he's kind of weird for doing that like, if he was the one that edited it, that's crazy. And he is obsessed with her, too. Um, and to be honest, I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't see them literally getting together for real. But good for Addison and her hand for making it big time. Getting on the Champagne Poppy Instagram. I mean, come on. You're the baddest. And now she knows it. Okay, let's move on to Liam Payne. He was caught cheating on his fiance Maya Henry, via Instagram, or so we thought. So if you don't know, Liam Payne was with Maya Henry since 2018 and they were engaged for two years. Well, on Monday, some flirty photos surfaced on social media of Liam pictured with another woman, Eliana Mala, 
The images were originally shared to Mala's Instagram story on Sunday, and they included one pic of Liam wrapping his arms around her and behind her from the back taking selfies, and the other one, the two are seen interlocking their hands in a black and white photo. To fans' knowledge, they were still together, Liam and his fiance. So they were like, oh my god, Maya, do you see this? They're tagging her as if they're her bestie, like trying to let her know that some trash man is cheating on her. They're letting her know. They're sending her DMs about it. And the shady thing here is that they were sending it from Aliana's, I hope I'm saying her name right, Aliana's Instagram because Aliana is the one that posted them of her and Liam. Like that would be psycho if she really did post her cheating, like helping a man cheat on his girlfriend or fiance. That'd be psycho. She wants to make Liam leave his girl for good. She's trying to secure the bag. It's always the Insta models who are getting people in trouble. I'm not even kidding. Nine out of ten times when you hear a famous man in some kind of scandal with a new woman, it's an IG model. So Eliana was trying to break them up for good by posting him. And a lot of Maya Henry's fans were sending her her post. So Maya said, I love all the fans so much, but please stop sending me these pictures of my fiance wrapped around another woman. (gasps) Can you believe she said that? This is not me. And it's hard enough knowing that this has happened without seeing it. Enough now. Wow, she really yelled at those 12-year-old fans. Or it might be like 25-year-old fans, to be honest, with given the One Direction like timeline. E- either way, she yelled at them. That is fucked up. The fans are like kind of nice for letting her know, but also really intrusive and disrespectful. Don't you think she already saw them? You don't need to be shoving it in her face. But then people, you know, people were shitting on Liam, saying that he's disgusting, saying he's a cheater. He, you know, they weren't surprised by his behavior. And then Liam, a source from him and some of his friends came out and said that Liam and Maya have ended their relationship over a month ago and that Liam's just back on the dating scene and he's flirting and dating and all these accusations of him cheating are untrue. So he's allegedly very upset over them and they think he is unfair. Either way, someone is lying here and that's the T of the whole situation someone is lying here so what can we learn from this don't cheat on people just break up with them i can't stress that enough just break up with them if you even have temptation don't make someone feel like that don't do the worst thing to someone just break up with them but also don't be a bitter ex and spread lies if it wasn't true like maya is potentially doing maya could really be trying to like ruin liam's reputation if she knew that they broke up over a month ago but is trying to make all the one direction fans think liam's a cheater because she knows even if it's not true these this will follow him forever So for your own peace, just try to end things on a good note, especially if you know they didn't cheat on you. Either way, the story actually went down. It didn't end on a good note. But if Maya really knew that he didn't cheat, you know, just go on with your life. You spent so many good years with that person. And even if it didn't end by them hurting you, just let them live. Don't try to ruin their lives, except that they aren't a terrible person. They just didn't work out with you. So after it's said and done, you don't have this bad energy and you you can look back on the relationship and not feel like you wasted a bunch of time and still be able to remember those memories in a good way just because it didn't work out doesn't mean you have to be so hurt i guess and take it so personally forever even though that's easier said than done but you know what i mean if it didn't end bad don't look back on it badly like that and don't try to make it end bad if it didn't really have to anyway liam Payne is a liar no matter what because he has lied about outselling the other members of One Direction, which is, like, really embarrassing. He went on the Logan Paul podcast because, I don't know, I guess all trashy white men go on the Logan Paul podcast. But he said that he thinks to strip that down, outsold the other One Direction members. 
He said it was the first song with a billion streams. I think we outsold everyone within the band, but that isn't true at all. Harry and Zayn both have three songs with over a billion streams on Spotify and Strip That Down only has 880 million. So he's completely lying about that. And then he said some other fucked up shit about Zayn, basically referring to the time a while ago that Zayn got in a fist fight with Yolanda Hadid and got, uh, I forgot what he got. What it, he got one year of probation and like a big ass fine. But then him and Gigi broke up and he kind of talked shit about Zayn in that situation. But listen to this, it's T. And there was a video of it online, screaming in his hotel room. It was like, I thought my brother was about to fight Zayn. And then Gigi tweeted at Jay calling yeah. him like ugly and irrelevant. And that went crazy viral. And you know, Jake and is she ugly. Tweet, she tweeted something <laughs> about... But, but he's not irrelevant. Then she tweeted, she tweeted something about get yourself like a respectful man or something. Yeah, yeah. That and one didn't age very well. It didn't age... <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 listen, 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 listen. Before, we, before we go, before we go too deeply into this, there's, there's, there's many reasons why I, I dislike Zane, and there's many reasons why I'll always, always be on his side. If I had had to go through what he went through, through his his growth and and whatever else, you know, your your parents are very supportive. Very, very. Uh, my parents are overly supportive to the point where it's annoying at times, and they they don't even mind <laughs> me saying that. And Zane Zane had a different upbringing in that sense, and. Um, you can't. You can always look at the man for where he is and, and, and say, oh, yeah, whatever, that guy's a dick, right? But at the end of the day, once you understand what he's been through to get to that point... And- like he's saying he's not a respectable guy because he hit Gigi's mom and bringing up all that trauma and that whole terrible experience. And then he's saying that he's a dick and getting into his childhood. Like, Liam is messy. He's coming for Zane's whole life and saying he's not respectful to this day. <gasps> I live. Like, he's being so cunty with what he said he's like still respecting him and saying a few nice things but he's absolutely throwing him under the bus liam payne is a messy girl but this this is what we wanted in 2015 like i'm sorry i would have loved this beef back in the day but this time the fans are really fucking pissed at liam the one direction fans oh oh they are beating his ass into next week they're giving liam payne some pain here he said well, a lot of these fans said, um, Liam Payne is actually insane. Imagine being so jobless that you have to come for Zane and his relationship after publicly cheating on your fiance and Logan Paul's podcast. This man is such a loser. I can't. Someone else said, Liam Payne is an alcoholic, alcoholic absentee father who cheats on 19 year olds and uses a dead boy band for attention because his solo career flopped. Someone else said, Zane choosing to keep certain aspects of his life private and Liam airing it out voluntarily on the Logan Paul podcast is a prime example of how wicked this man truly is. And someone else said, whoever threw Liam Payne against the wall is my new favorite member of One Direction, actually. Was that like a secret? Like, who threw Liam against the wall? Anyway, I have a feeling Zane would throw him off of a building right now. So, unfortunately... Liam just couldn't have respect for Zane. And that really is fucked up. Why is he airing out past laundry and past shit and bringing up a new part of Zane's life that has nothing to do with him? Clearly, Liam is insecure about something. You know, it's been so long. Be a grown man. He's acting like he's still a teenager in the band, and that's really embarrassing for him. He doesn't need to shit on an old relationship like that, kind of like we just learned. He doesn't need to shit on an old relationship like that. He can just look back at his time in the band fondly. And not have to ruin his relationship with Zayn even further. They could have had a chance to have a reunion or be friends again. But now that's definitely not going to happen. So Liam's in a whole lot of trouble this week. And he's trash.
Mona Lisa, you know that bitch? That bitch who won't smile and lives in the Louvre. She was pulled up on. Her ops pulled up on her because she was attacked this weekend. So Mona Lisa was just trying to stunt in her little case this weekend. You know, look pretty for all her guests that always come and see her and, you know, oogle eye at her and make her feel like the baddest bitch. And a young man dressed dressed up as a grandma in a wheelchair walked into the Louvre or wheelchaired into the Louvre went to the Mona Lisa, got up out of that wheelchair, sprinted as fast as he fucking could to the Mona Lisa and smeared cake on her and threw rose petals on her afterwards. And, of course, then he was tackled to the ground and he was pushed away from the scene. I thought he was about to get his ass beat. I thought he was about to be suplexed and, like, the WWE stage would break. Like, I thought he was about to get his shit-fucked John cena because I thought the Mona Lisa was worth, like, a billion dollars. I thought she had more money more net worth than kylie jenner but he kind of just walked away but i thought his ass was gonna be beat wouldn't it be funny if the mona lisa came to life and beat his ass <laughs> like imagine that mona lisa's just she puts her hair into a ponytail and starts pounding on him she smiles for once anyway as he was walking away, he shouted something about climate change because this act of like civil disobedience was about raising attention for climate change. And he's kind of smart for that. He's really fucking smart for that, actually, because he knew how important the Mona Lisa is to everyone and how this would get on social media and the news. And a lot of people were recording him on his phones after it happened. So there's all these videos of him talking about climate change and all that shit. And I think it's smart. I support it. I don't really care about the Mona Lisa. And apparently neither does the security. Because how how do you not inspect someone in a wheelchair who says they're a grandma? But it's clearly a teenage boy. Like, it's not like he had prosthetics on. They, they let him stroll fucking by. Like, imagine what we're capable of and what security we can get past if we just try. Because that, he didn't even try really hard. But anyway, the Mona Lisa's fine. There was bulletproof glass in front of it. So he didn't smear the cake on the Mona Lisa. He smeared it on the glass. But apparently he like pounded on it once. He knew he wasn't going to break the glass. But people were like, he's trying to break the glass. Like, no, he wasn't. He knows what he's doing. He knows it's just for news attention for climate change. He doesn't care about Mona. Not everyone is obsessed with her. God, her head is already big enough. Anyway, what can we learn from this? I really think what we can learn from this is that there are some causes that are more important than acting civil. Jane Fonda once said that civil disobedience is one of the most powerful ways to bring change in the world. And I completely agree. Civil disobedience will undoubtedly get a lot of attention. It will make people have to take action as we see with a lot of protests these days. So if you really care about something enough and you want to make a big change in the world, there's more important things than having reverence for things that should be respected and act civil upon. I think some civil disobedience is okay. I think protesting is good. And as long as you're not like hurting anyone and you're still making a statement i think he perfectly job well done he brought great attention to climate change so i think what we can learn here is the most productive way of protesting is with civil disobedience it's weird to even say that like that's the lesson but it truly is when's the last time you saw like major change get done by people just like silently like sitting in the grass having like a silent protest like no to all the future leaders of the world civil disobedience isn't the worst thing and maybe take that risk Anyway, you know, we're just going to end it here. Thank you so much for joining me today at Pop Culture University. I love you guys so much. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got some fun information and some tea and put a smile on your face and laughed a little bit. Make sure to rate this five star on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
Follow it's your favorite Monday, Wednesday, Friday class. Follow me on TikTok at Patty Pop Culture. You probably already do if you're here, though. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. You deserve it. You're a bad bitch. I'm going to try to get a tan this week, but I'm not going to go too hard because I always get burned if I go too hard at first. So I'm just going to put on some light SPF and lay out for like an hour the next few days. Take some me time, but I'm also working really hard this week. So maybe y'all should do the same plan when you're going to relax, but also plan where you're going to work your butt off and get that money truly is the way to live and maybe try to be toned, tan, fit and ready for the summer. Anyway, I don't know what I'm saying. Have a wonderful day and I will see y'all Friday. Okay. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. It's 2023 and you're still looking for a baseball podcast? What's up, party people? Danny Vietti here from the Wake and Rake podcast. Yes, I know the name of our show, Freaking Rocks. Join World Series champion Will Middlebrooks and I as we banter about the best of the best from Major League Baseball, including power rankings. One of the best players of all time. Headlines. Solidifies a dynasty. And special guests. Reese Hoskins. Stroh showed. Jose Trevino. Listen and or watch every episode of the Wake and Rake podcast available on all your favorite listening platforms and the all-new Believe Sports channel.